0: Hello and welcome to the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Finnamore, owner of WorkFit Me Mobile Physical Therapy. The goal of this podcast is to help busy main professionals find the mental, emotional, and physical strength necessary to fulfill their true purpose in life. I have a passion for sharing my true purpose with others. Join me as I discuss holistic health and wellness tips and inspiring stories with my friends, colleagues, and even heroes and mentors. To help you fulfill your true purpose in life. Let's go. Welcome in everybody to another episode of the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. Hope you all have had a fantastic week. I know I have had a had have, have had a real great string of string of interviews here, a couple of a couple of solo podcasts as well. Uh, another, another one-person show today, the 99th episode today buckle up for next week episode 100 stuff might get weird stuff might get emotional hopefully a little funny we'll see i don't want to ruin any of the surprises i want to keep you in suspense but it's going to be it's going to be a blast and i'm really looking forward to just celebrating that with you all because i appreciate you listening to me and, and my wonderful guests get on here and um I blab and they give you incredible information. So, <laughs> um, so, so grateful for you all and can't wait to celebrate that with you all next week. But today for episode 99, I want to talk to you about something I actually heard just today from a client of mine that turned into a really interesting conversation. And I was like, I've got to share this with you. People. I just want to talk about it on the podcast because it's a really interesting concept and it ties in a little bit of the importance of having a team around you in any endeavor that you're, you're starting to undertake or any change you're starting to make in your life. But it also talks a lot to the, the fact that as healthcare professionals and as a healthcare system in general, in a lot of ways, we just need to be better. And there are people out there that that do it better, but that's the information that I really want to get out to people. So the the conversation started, uh, this, this client told me about a study that they had read or that their wife had read where there were eight people followed after... They had had some sort of life altering and potentially life threatening event, like a heart attack, stroke, something like that. Okay. The study did a great job of controlling for other variables. So they all had the same or at least similar socioeconomic status, they all had the same access to help they might need, things like that. They, you know, age, gender, all that stuff was sort of controlled for here. And then what they did is they told each of these people a version of the following phrase, which was, if you keep doing X, Y, and Z and don't do A, B, and C, you will die. Kind of heavy, right? Their doctor sitting in front of them saying, if you don't change these things and you continue to do these other things, you will die. And then what they did is they followed these eight people for a year and checked back in with them from time to time. And the final check-in was really to see if they did the things that were suggested to them or not. And what this study found was that only one out of eight did what they needed to do, even though they were told by a medical professional that if they didn't change those things, they would die. So the study concluded that one in eight, only one out of eight people will really make the changes that they need to make to change their life. Potentially save their life. So that was that. that was where the conversation kicked off. And I thought about that for a second and I went, wow. Um, I hope I would be the one of eight. I think that's everyone's first thought when they hear a discussion like that. But then I thought a little bit about why that number was so high. Why wouldn't it be at least 50%, you know, not one out of eight. And there's a few of my own experiences and a few experiences my clients have shared with me that immediately popped into my head as to why I think they might not have have made the made the change the first thing is heavy conversations like that sometimes happen have to happen in a very short window within that appointment time a lot of appointment times even with specialists who work in an area where they need to take more time in order to to do their job well still might only be like 30 minutes or so Think for a second, if you can imagine yourself having a conversation about the, a detailed conversation, okay, that's the other thing to keep in mind here, a detailed conversation about the things you need to do to save your own life in the coming years. Do you think that conversation would only take 30 minutes? By the way, some of that conversation has been, some of that conversation time has already been taken up by that provider doing a current exam, going over current findings, all that stuff. So maybe maybe half of that has already been eaten up. And now that now you're laid with this and and the recommendations. The other thing I think about is because those windows are so short, and I've heard this really exact thing, either directly from providers to me or just in conversations that I've had with them about topics like this or uh, to clients that I help. And they go, look, this really isn't, these changes really aren't that hard. All you have to do is eat this at breakfast, eat this at lunch, eat this at dinner, and just avoid this thing, sugar, fat, whatever, you know, very broad They'll often use a very broad term and you need to exercise burning this many calories per exercise every day so that you're in caloric deficit. And there's throwing all these things at people like that's that's really all you have to do. We don't have to make it more complicated than that. So I want you to think to yourself a little bit here uh, and and here let's uh, this is a conversation I've heard a provider tell someone before. Listen. All you got to do is burn around four to five hundred calories per exercise session minimum. One and a half times that is even better. You need to do that five days a week. And then you need to avoid carbohydrates and animal fats. And you need to eat more vegetables. That's all you need to do. I don't know about you all, but I have a lot of questions. (laughs) How can I accurately track those calories? How long is it uh, likely to take me to burn those calories? What's the best way for me to burn those calories? Should I just walk? How long do I have to walk to burn those calories? Should I run? I can't really run because my knees hurt or my back hurts when I run. Uh, What do you mean by carbohydrates what's a carbohydrate should i stop eating crackers but is cake okay what about ice cream that's not a cracker you see so you see what i'm saying like the the it it, it 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 it's almost too simple because it still leaves a lot uh there's a lot of subjectivity there there are a lot of things not defined and that person is not necessarily going to know all of those things they don't have the training that a a medical doctor does, or a dietitian, or a nutritionist does, or, or, a, or a physical therapist, personal trainer, whatever the case might be. So good on you for trying to simplify things for them, but by not giving someone the time to ask those questions and get good answers to them, and by you yourself not being the true expert on those Topics and not being able to give maybe all the most updated, accurate, you know, current, uh, high level evidence pieces of information, you might have just made the problem worse. (laughs) You might have just made the problem worse. So that's kind of where we come into the solution on all this. Uh, As you might have seen, I titled this podcast, Teamwork Makes the Dream Work. Super corny, but it's so. True, because in those situations, I personally think the best thing that providers can do, whether it's a primary care provider, whether it's a specialist, whatever, is try to give the person as many resources as they can about who they can talk to, whether it is specific individuals that they kind of have in their back pocket to send that person to, or whether it is at least general, like, okay, you definitely need to find yourself a dietician or nutritionist that maybe that specializes in helping people, let's just say, uh, battle and cure diabetes or cholesterol or whatever the thing is. And then you definitely need to find yourself a personal trainer. If you have some pain, you know, you should probably see a physical therapist, you know, maybe, maybe a chiropractor as well. Um, You know, and, and then you eventually really need to get to some personal training, right? If you got to start with the PT stuff first in order to get the exercise done, then that's, that's fine. But the, that right there already gives them more information and a place to, and at least some directions to go than just saying it's not that hard. Just do this. Another person I think that should be added to that list is maybe a therapist of some kind, a, a psychologist, psychiatrist sometime some time, of some kind. Because if they did go through a life-threatening event, they probably need a little help uh, managing that. And a lot of these things that they're going to change or need to make changes to are going to be very deeply rooted in some emotions and past experiences, maybe even past traumas that are probably going to need to be handled in order to be fixed fixed effectively long term. So I really truly think it takes a team and, and even just providers out there talking with people about these serious changes they need to make that will literally save their life. They just need to have a few professionals in their back pocket because a lot of professionals in those kind of fields that just rattled off uh, wellness coaches. I don't think I said that the first time, but, well, you know, uh, wellness lifestyle coaches, nutritionists, dietitians, physical therapists, chiropractors, massage therapists, they all tend to know other people who practice like them or are ancillary to them that they can refer those people to as well. But you have to initiate the, the, the team. You can't just just word vomit a bunch of somewhat specific yet also vague information at this person and expect that simply the motivation of this will save your life will make the change happen. they got to have a way to facilitate it. And it cannot be done by one or two people. It really can't. The, 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 the team has to be bigger than that. And I personally have found that whether it is weight or whether it is back pain, whether it is recovery from a stroke, heart attack, whatever. The people that I work with that do the best in general, regardless of what it is they're working on, do the best when there are multiple people involved in their care. They get better faster and they stay better because when something pops up, they know who on their team they need to get to fast and first to take care of that. And then the rest of the team can kind of fall in line with their part of that plan. So, yeah, I mean, that's really the moral of the story here. Um, There are providers out there who do take more time with people. I love the direct primary care model. And there are some specialists that are going to that direct care model as well. It just works. You get more time with your provider. You get a higher level of care, higher quality of care, because these people are not going to have their face in a computer while they're working with you. These people are not going to suggest things or not suggest things or do things or not do things based on what the reimbursement might be from an insurance company or anything like that. They are just going to take darn good care of you and they're going to spend more time doing it. So I encourage everyone to reach out uh, and, and, Get more information on that. But by all means, my information is in the show notes. If you want to reach out and, and ask me about people in the Southern Maine area who work in that model, I'd be happy to. And actually in, a, in just a couple of weeks here, about three weeks or so from now, we are going to have a local podiatrist in Scarborough who is working in that model and is doing really fantastic things. So I really can't wait for you all to hear them, but other people that have been on the podcast that work in that model, just want to rattle them off here, real quick. Uh, Dr. Ben Agopian, very recently, um, his episode was on here. Uh, Dr. Oren Gersten, uh, on the podcast here a couple different times, we've heard folks from Coastal Maine Direct Care, uh, Dr. Karen Saylor uh, and Stephen Saylor, uh, who's, a, who's a PA, uh, they are direct primary care. Uh, there are many others out there. Those are a few that I've personally uh, worked with and, uh, and and chatted with either here on the podcast or or, or off of it, uh, who are great. Uh, Dr. Kurlansky of Lighthouse Foot and Ankle is the one, is the podiatrist who's coming up here in a couple weeks. She's a great resource as well. Other people that come to mind that have been on the podcast here that maybe, if you're a recurring listener, you've heard before, Jason Gutman, uh, Mayo Clinic certified wellness coach. Dr. Rebecca Brule of North Star Chiropractic, Dr. Casey Winters, Unbound Potential Chiropractic, Dr. Andrea Smith, Synaptic Chiropractic. Uh, the, the list kind of goes on and on here. and th- th- there are a lot of a lot of people that we've had the 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 luck to talk with. Um, the pleasure of talking with here on the podcast, I am the fitness world, EA fitness and performance, Evan Amell and, uh, Eliza Simmons of EA fitness and performance. Uh, the folks over at Deergo fitness are fantastic as well. Perfect fit, uh, health and fitness in scarborough as well so uh by all means reach out if you have questions about any of those specific people or reach out if you're you feel like you're missing a member of your team and you would like a that much more of a well-rounded approach and i would encourage everybody to ask tons of questions don't feel rushed and if the provider can't answer those for you or they don't have the time to answer those for you because they're rushing out the door find a provider that will sit down and and talk that through with you and one more thing i want to say before we wrap up here The providers in that system are not bad providers, okay? They're just limited by the system that they work in, okay? So I'm not trying to put them down. I'm not trying to say don't go see them, but there are options out there even just for second opinions and things like that that can get you more answers and not just leave you hanging so that you don't have to be uh, one of the seven people out of that eight that don't do something that could literally save your life just because you don't feel like you have the resources or information to do so, so uh, I hope you all enjoyed that. I hope you got some value out of it. Um, and can't thank you all enough for for listening, for tuning in here. 100th episode next week. Let's go! Can't wait. We're gonna have some fun. We're, we're gonna we're gonna take a lot of of what we've learned off this podcast and 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 put it to good use in that episode. And I just can't wait to celebrate 100 episodes with you. So thank you so much. And until next week, go make it a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. Whether you're a first-time listener or a returning listener, I can't thank you enough for coming in here and taking in these conversations to help fulfill your true purpose in life. If you found value in this episode, please be a friend and tell a friend and share it with someone you know, respect, and care about who will find value in it as well. I would be so appreciative if you would also leave a five-star rating review wherever it is That you are listening to this. I would also love to interact with you. You can find us anywhere on social media at Strength for Your Purpose Pod, and the email to get a hold of us for questions or inquiries about being on the podcast is also in the show notes. If you have any questions personally for me in regards to your health or wellness, I would love to talk to you about those as well. And all of my contact information is also in the show notes. Thank you again for listening to this episode. I hope to have you back here next week for another great conversation. And until then, go make it a great week.